When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Thanks to James H. Brown for their continuing support as the title sponsor of Inside Sports. Of course, Trent Brown, double E legend, joins us on the show from time to high, time to time. Uh, tough night for the Blue Jays so far. Bottom of the seventh, they are trailing San Diego 6-1. They're trying to push here. No out in the bottom of the seventh, and they have a couple runners on base. We'll keep an eye on that one for you. Niles Morgan, middle linebacker for the Elks, will not play. Thursday in Winnipeg, Chris Jones saying uh, we'll see if he's going to be out longer than that. Edmonton at Winnipeg on 6.30, Chad, 5 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff, and the game will start at 6.30. Morley Scott and Dave Campbell will be on the scene. Brendan Escott will be hosting here at the 6.30, Chad Studios. My next guest is one of the greatest players in the history of the Double E franchise, and he has uh, moved on to... Uh, uh, even uh, perhaps greater athletic pursuits as he's moved into his 60s and his former receiver, Brian Kelly, checking in tonight. Brian, it's Reed. How have you been, sir? I'm great, Reed. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I always love having you on. I'm glad we've had a few chances to talk in, in recent years. And, of course, you're back. how long have you been back in Edmonton now? Because you were living in the States for a while, right? Right. We lived in Minneapolis for 20 years, but we've been back in Edmonton for two years. Okay. And uh, you've been kind enough to join me a few times over the years to uh, keep, us, keep us updated and, and tell some stories and give some perspective on uh, on the current edition of the team, however it's going. I, I want to start with your uh, triathlon pursuits. Uh, you, you recently, uh, didn't you just do one in the last three or four weeks? Yeah, I I did. I did one in Coeur d'Alene, an Ironman uh, in Coeur d'Alene like three weeks ago. And how did it go? Uh, It's a very tough course, and it went, uh, but I was trained, and it went well. I was happy with my results. I was particularly happy with the end of the run, which sometimes can get a little messy because you've been out there all day. Um, So I, I was very happy with it. Okay, well, good for you. How many? Uh, how many try? Are they all Ironmans that you you have done? Well, I mean, I, I the long distance ones I do are like where you swim two and a half miles, you ride your bike 112 miles, and then you run 26 miles. That, you know, that's the Ironman distance. Now I do a lot of half. Ironmans just to get ready for the full. I don't really do a lot of the shorter sprint ones. I mostly do the long ones just because of the challenge is is certainly greater and uh, way more can go wrong if you screw up the big ones. So I like that. (laughs) Okay, you you like the risk of something going wrong, basically, is what you're telling everybody. No, I just like knowing I have to be totally prepared. Okay. That's what I like. <laughs> That's a, that is such a great attitude. Uh, so how many have you done? Do you, do you Have you lost count, or where are we at? I've done um, 23 of the fulls, and I'm doing another one 
I'm doing a half Ironman actually in two weeks in Calgary, and then three weeks later, I'm doing a full in Penticton, um, Ironman Canada, and then that'll be the end of August, and then I'm going to uh, rest for a few weeks maybe. Okay, man, oh man. So you can do. You're in incredible shape, obviously, um, but how long does it take you to recover from a full Ironman? You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> I would say. In general, about a month. And um, uh, the problem is, I this summer I'm 67 years old, and I decided to do it, it just the way the calendar fell. I knew I wanted to do Coeur d'Alene, and then I knew I wanted to do Ironman Canada, and they're 67 days apart. So I thought, well, that's serendipitous, so I've got to do that. And then I'm just for the fun of it, I threw the Calgary half in, in the middle. Um, to keep things spicy. So I've got three in 67 days. All right, everybody. Everybody heard that, right? Brian Kelly is going to do a half triathlon just for fun. Most people exhausted just hearing you talk about the distances. Uh, Of the three disciplines, is there one that you find more challenging than the others, even though you've done a couple dozen of them? Um, The bike. I mean, for some reason, I'm an above-average swimmer. The bike, no matter how many years and hours and thousands of miles I've ridden, I'm just average, it seems. And the run, usually I can do pretty good. Usually. Not always, but right. usually. And we should clarify your that the, the distance is you're running a full marathon after biking right. over 100 miles and swimming two and a half miles. You're still running Correct. a full marathon after that. So, yeah, truly a, a, incredible. Um what, what if, if if there's a part of your body that gives you a challenge or that you that you're worried about or maybe you've actually had an injury which which body part is that nothing i i wow. feel great that's that's jeez I, I don't i'm I don't jealous have any, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, nothing that is really bugging me that's that's amazing and I, i'm jealous to hear that because my very limited uh running distances i've done over the years some things have popped up that have uh hindered me at times so so good for you is anybody else in your family doing this or do you have any friends that that train with you or compete with you well when you're 67 years old and you want to Say someone, if I ask anybody, hey, you want to go for a bike ride? They all run and hide because they don't know if it's going to be <laughs> your your friend, your circle, your, your circle of friends gets real small. Let me put it that way. All right. Well, it yeah. sounds like there's a couple dogs that might help you train, so that's good. Uh, well, good. Oh, no. <laughs> well, well, good for you. I love talking to you about this stuff, and I, I love having endurance athletes, whether it's runners or triathletes or whatever. I mean, we've had people on the show who've done the. Um, I don't know if I'm using the right terminology, but the the death races, you know, where they got to run through the wilderness and overnight and all that kind of stuff. So I, I just I just find it yeah, fascinating. Those those guys are crazy. <laughs> That's what I got to tell you. Those guys, those guys are nuts. I'm relatively sane. Those guys are crazy. (laughs) That's what I got to say about those guys. Yeah. Uh, What? What? Which of your ex-teammates are are in? Are you in touch with, or did you share some of your training and racing tales with? Well, it's not really relatable to to most people. (laughs) Um, so I, I don't really 
you know, it's not the stuff you sit around with and any, you know, like, uh, what did you do today? Well, you know, I rode my bike for three hours and ran for two. And, you know, it's, it's unreal. It gets, becomes unrelatable, especially, unfortunately, as ex-football players are physically, they, most of them have a lot of uh, challenges. Um, so, so, no, I, I, mean, I am in touch with them socially and everything, but as far as anybody, you know, kind of hanging out with me, um, I'm kind of the last guy on the list that really anyone wants to go hang out with. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, I think it's amazing what you're doing. I know, I know our audience uh, loves uh, hearing about us as well because you're obviously still a beloved sports figure here in the city and still doing incredible things. Brian Kelly joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Hey, look, uh, the team is not doing well. Uh, we've spent uh, hours on this show this season talking about the struggles and specifically the quarterback. I know you played during a very good era. I mean, you guys didn't lose six games over two or three seasons some years, let alone the first six of the year. Having said that, there were times you probably felt you were struggling as a team or you were struggling personally and you wanted to to do better. Uh, What was your plan? What was your procedure when you felt you needed to come to bounce back after an off game or two? You know, the the key thing in sports, and, and it's whether it's football, triathlon, college sports, whatever, you just got to keep showing up. And you just got to, every day, it's a simple, as simple as it sounds, you just got to go and do your best. Because sports is cyclical. You know, you have good teams you play on, you play on bad teams. You have good coaches, you run across bad coaches. You, as an individual, you just got to go out there. And as a team, they just have to go out there. I know right now they're at the bottom of the league and, and you know, Winnipeg and Saskatchewan are kind of the bells of the ball. But it was not that long ago, and it will not be that long again where things change. It always is moving. And while today they're having their the stint at the bottom, it was not too long ago that Winnipeg and Saskatchewan and those teams were, I mean, who would have ever thought that they would be the teams that the Edmonton Football Club aspired to be? You just keep going out and keep showing up. That's the key thing. Like, as they say, showing up is 90% of the job. You just got to keep showing up, and it will change. They will get better. They'll win games and everybody in Edmonton will be happy again. Well, I would love that. <laughs> because yeah. but but I know what you're saying, right? You just got to you just got to keep going out there and uh as tough as it's been, I mean, there are a couple games a bounce or two or a play or two, you you probably you, you probably get a win. The the quarterback position, one of the sayings in sports, it's a cliche, but I will use it. The quarterback gets too much blame when a team loses and maybe too much credit when they win. Uh like like is that accurate because a lot of the dialogue we've been having on this show and I've been saying it myself is maybe Cornelius isn't the guy like is is it fair to look at that much at one position I think at the quarterback position it it probably is you need to have a a unique skill set at a very high level not only physically mentally Um, it's a difficult difficult position to play um you know i was lucky enough if you can believe this i never caught a pass with the uh edmonton football club that didn't come from a hall of famer when i was playing um it started with wilkie and went to warren moon to Pat dunnigan to damon allen 
you know, so getting a quarterback that has the total package is important. I don't know if this young man is or isn't, but it's certainly an integral part of the success. You know, the quarterback needs to make plays when plays need to be made, and that's what separates the great from the good and the good from the poor quarterbacks. Um, so it's you know, it is a key position, and yeah, they probably do get. Uh, I don't think they get too much credit. I think they get too much blame, but that's just the way the world is. Yeah, yeah, I like how you put that. That's an interesting perspective. Okay, well, hopefully uh, they can upset Winnipeg here in a couple of days. Which was there a stadium? And like when you played, it was the the old one in Regina, the old one in Hamilton, the old one in Winnipeg. A lot of these stadiums have been. Uh, you know, updated or they have brand new ones now. Was there a place that the fans really got on you, or you, or you were just like, "Come on, these yahoos again"? <laughs> oh no, Saskatchewan, not not even close. I, I mean, I they just rode me. They hated me. They yelled at me. Everything you could think of, and 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 it didn't bother me. I I liked them. I, I admired them. They supported their team, and I liked the, how rabid they were with their support. And they should, uh, you know, hate the opponent that's coming in. I mean, we crushed their dreams so many times, and they they had every right to dislike us and to yell at us. And 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 I, uh, the more they yelled. The better you felt because you knew that you were making an impact that obviously upset them. So I always loved going to Regina just because they just absolutely hated us. And uh, so, but I, and I totally respect them and they deserve to have that. And they yelled at stuff to me that just made me laugh. And, um, but I'm glad they were there. I'm glad they participated. Um, from their point of view in the in the football game. So I would say Saskatchewan was always a fun, difficult place to go, but I, I admired them, and I still do to this day. Right on. Brian, I love having you on the show. I, I, I hope we can have you on again during the season. All the best in your upcoming triathlons. I love talking to you about that. Hope I didn't take you away from any training or anything tonight. No, that comes early in the morning when you're probably sleeping. So anyway. <laughs> right on. Okay. All righty. Thank you, Brian. Take care, man. Okay, you too. Thank you very much. That is Brian Kelly, absolute legend with the green and gold, former receiver with the team. How about that? Never caught a pass in the CFL from a quarterback who didn't wind up in the Hall of Fame. And he had some really interesting perspective on the uh, quarterback position. And now an outstanding triathlete at the age of 67. I was getting tired just listening to him describe what he does. And he's going out there and doing it multiple times a year. Inside Sports on 630, Chet. You can touch base 780-496-0063. Back for some final... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thoughts. He 
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, Padres leading the Blue Jays 7-1 after 8. We just had Brian Kelly on the show. Always a pleasure to talk to. You can get in touch, 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. Kellen, what do we have? Mm, we've got an unknown text coming in from uh, Lloyd, from your old neck of the woods there, Reeds. Uh, just basically asking, these triathlons, uh, how long do they go for? This would be quite the project for me. Uh, what is the winning time in an Ironman? That's a good question. I didn't ask Brian how long it takes him. Uh, what do we have here? Ironman results. They take a while. <laughs> yes, devote a whole day for it. What's the winning time? Now I'm trying, Now I can't find anything. I'm choking on the fly here. Uh, Ironman results. <clears throat> like, I just Googled some, like, s- seven hours for some people. Oh, wow. Six, six, yeah, six hours. Takes a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy from Lloyd. So another one from uh, from Lloyd for you tonight here, Reed. Uh, says, hey, guys, if it wasn't for the expansion in the States, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to acquire David Archer. Remember him? One of the best arms in the CFL at the time. Good QB. That's Randy from Lloyd. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, Pat, who texted us earlier, went on to add this little tidbit as well. Uh, the Sacramento Gold Miners were out of the playoffs in 93, and they ended up putting up uh, 64 against the Lions in the season finale that year. Nuts. Yeah, the early 90s, uh, I believe, would be the highest scoring era of the CFL. Um I would think, just off the top of my head. There, there. I mean, you had Flutie coming into the league. Uh, what was the fight? Yeah, the the very the last game of the '93 Gold Miners season, they beat BC 64-27. Wow! Yes, 64-27. All right, that was fun, everybody. Let's do it again tomorrow. Don't forget Oilers now from noon to two tomorrow. Inside Sports from six to eight. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of the show, Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.